You know check, what? Baby, check, baby. One, two, three, four. Check, baby, check, baby. One, two, three. Welcome to episode number two of the Joyful Miles podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and joining me this week is Laura. Say hi, Laura. Hello. Hi, everybody. And Jackie. Hi, everyone. And Jackie, uh, I can't help it. You know, I know our people at home can't see this, but you're decked out in your Buffalo Bills pajamas tonight. Uh, how festive. Or in the onesie. <laughs> is this how you celebrate losses to pathetic teams? Um, it, oh, I need to no. warm me up and make me feel better. <laughs> Does it make you feel better? Are you still? <laughs> no, I'm bitter. Let's not talk about it. Listen, she gave, she gave me a cheap shot last week for oh. being a Patriots fan, so I have to give it back when I can. All right. Um, so starting off this week, uh, as always, we have some comments from the viewers. And Laura, why don't you uh, kick us off with those? Ooh. First off. Major congratulations to Rob and his awesome wife, Lauren. They just had a beautiful baby boy last week named Silas. Congratulations. He is just, uh, he is just gorgeous. So Thank congratulations you. to both of you guys. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's it's been, you know, an adjustment, obviously, with a newborn and a three-year-old, you know, trying to get that figured out, but excited to be here today. Great, great. We will try not to keep you up too late. <laughs> But before we get into our talk, I'm going to go into some comments left by our awesome viewers that we're very grateful for. Renee Paulson, she had a fantastic time at the Disneyland half. It, her favorite highlight was the entertainment on the course with the cars and the Mexican dancers and everything else. Plus, she earned her coast to coast. So nice. congratulations, Renee. GSK Baskets. She, Rob, also loves iGlow Running. That is the company that did Rob's shirt. Um, also, she had a great time at the Disneyland half, but she really did miss there not being any characters after the race, which was something that we didn't talk about. I don't know why, but that is the biggest difference between Disneyland and Disneyland, uh, Disney World races where there is no entertainment or characters after the race for Disneyland. She's also looking forward to running the Star Wars Light Side Challenge in January. We also got some comments from Why I Run Disney, who has run all four of the Disneyland halves, and he was not a really huge fan of the new course, but he knows what was missing since he's done it before. He also missed Rudy, and he missed the energy. Welcome to the club. Mm -hmm. I am very curious to see if Rudy will be at the Wine and Dine, which we'll talk about later. Andrea Rodriguez had a fantastic time, and she will be earning her coast-to-coast -coast at the Wine and Dine Half Marathon next week. Yay. And Bree Dunn, she's already planning on doing next year. So thank you again for all of our commenters, and we appreciate it. All right. So this week, um, you know, we're going to be previewing Wine and Dine. It's only about a week away. Uh, depending upon when you listen to this podcast. Um, and it's a race that's near and dear to all of our hearts, and it's undergoing some changes this year, so we want to talk about that. We're also going to touch on uh, some packing tips, you know, and what to, you know, how to prepare for these races when you're traveling um, a, a long distance. Um, so without further ado, let's get into it. Wine and Dine. Uh, it's, a, a, again, a, a race that's very near and dear to my heart. It was my first run Disney race just a year ago. I got to meet all of you, and here so we are. So it's our anniversary. I know. <laughs> uh, but well, some huge changes this year, and let's let's kind of get into that a little bit. Is is for what you know what to expect. And 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 Laura, you know, 
you've done a bunch of these before. What are some of the changes off the bat that you see um, that people should know about? Well, the biggest, of course, is there's no longer going to be a night race, and it's questionable whether they will ever bring it back. I'm hoping they do because that was just the most awesome element. But I don't know. We're still going to have a fantastic time. Plus, there's also the brand new 10K that will be on Saturday instead of the Jingle Jungle. And the 5K, the Jingle Jungle 5K, has been moved to Friday. So a lot of changes, a lot of changes. Also, the after party will be on Sunday night at 10 o'clock. And unlike other Wine and Dine events where people come in at staggered times according to their pace and their corral start, people are going to be arriving at the same time. So it's going to be interesting the way it all, it all works out. You mentioned um, the 5K. A 5K used to be traditionally run just, you know, because the, the Wine and Dine would be run at night. The 5K was usually that morning. So you'd have to get up early, do the 5K, you'd have you know, a little bit of the day to enjoy yourself try to get a nap or whatever, and then get back to run the night race. Do you think that this is something that a lot of people enjoy? Is this a good thing? Well, I know for me, I did, I was the only one in our group who did the Jingle Jungle 5K last year. And, you know, <laughs> with us personally, we got barely any sleep anyway. So whether or not I was up and running or whatever, we it didn't matter. It, uh, you have a lot of adrenaline going on. Plus, the Jingle Jungle is an amazing 5K. It is easily one of my favorites. It just has been topped by the Country Bears 5K that Jackie and I just experienced in Disneyland. But it is a fantastic 5K, especially if you love Animal Kingdom. You had a lot of park time, a ton, ton, ton of characters. Oh my gosh, it has so many characters. And they also had a really fun vibe before the race even began, they had Mickey and Minnie in their Christmas gear. They had lots of fitter opportunities. They had the DJ. Great atmosphere. So you know what? It's worth losing some sleep because you can sleep on the plane home. So it's all good. And, um, you know, adding the 10K as well, you know, making this a challenge weekend now. And it seems like, Jackie, that every race now has to have a challenge kind of associated with it. Do you, do you like that? Or do you think it's, it, you know, do you miss the unique kind of, one-off races. I like it because I like the medals. Honestly, if it wasn't for the challenge, I decided I wasn't going to do it this year. And then when I saw that challenge medal, I changed my mind. And then she made Megan and I change our minds. But the thing <laughs> I don't like about it I'm still is... still staying home. <laughs> the thing I don't like about the challenge is, like, obviously it's a, it's a huge cost. It's, what, 300 I think, $30. And you almost feel if you go and you only do the half, like, say say you're like, all right, I'm going to be on a budget. I'm only going to do the half. You almost feel like, at least for me, and I'm not trying to discredit anyone who only does, you know, one or the other. But for me, now that I've done the dopey, I feel like, oh, I'm only doing the half. You know, it's kind of like a... You kind of, and you're seeing everybody else who's done the challenge, and you kind of get that, like, oh, I wish I would have. So, I of course bite the bullet and I sign up for the challenge. But so that it's a positive, it's cool, and I like it. But it can, it's a little. There's a drawback, which is mostly the financial aspect of it. And you need to be there longer. Now that the Jingle Jungle is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that's three full days um, that you need to get there you need to get there the day before and you usually will probably because you want to do the party go home on monday so that's a, a five-day weekend which before mm -hmm. if you were on a strict time constraint you could have got there friday and went home sunday 
yeah. yeah, you mentioned the party aspect, you know, because again, last year, or historically, you'd have the race on a Saturday night, um, and then your party would run into Sunday morning. So technically, people could leave Sunday, you know, late yeah. morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it was, be at work for Monday. Um, this is adding another travel day, like you said, so inconveniencing a lot of people, but doesn't seem to be that many it seems like this has been a positive reception so far that's i mean has anybody heard differently laura you you made mention you know that whereas before you'd have some party goers there at the beginning of the party but for the most part the runners would be showing up sporadically as the as they finish the, the race now it's a one giant okay 10 o'clock party i think they can get in at eight o'clock um, no actually contraire jackie what is the time no, when they you can, can you can get in at eight yeah eight o'clock but what did I say about? But officially starts at ten. Didn't you? Wasn't there? Didn't you mention something about two o'clock or something? Or is that something else? No, I thought it went till two, but it only goes till one. Goes till one. Okay. Ignore everything I just said. I'm very tired. My apologies. They can get in as early as eight o'clock, but for the most part, you're going to have everybody kind of showing up at once, Mm -hmm. Um, and only going to one o'clock. Now, last year, we saw how crazy the lines were, especially in uh, at the food and wine um, kiosk. I would imagine this is going to be a bit of a cluster. Yeah, last year it was wackadoo because of the whole evacuation, and it started an hour earlier. The year prior was even more wackadoo with all the rain, so there was, like, hardly anyone there. So we have no idea what it would be like on a normal, nice weather day. Uh, So it's going to be interesting the way it all plays out. I do think before having it right after... Some people were just tired, and I think a lot of people didn't even go to the party. But it went till 4 a.m. It was a six-hour party. Yeah. Now you have mm-hmm. a three-hour party. I mean, granted, the six-hour party, a lot of you didn't get there till 12, 1 o'clock. But for other people buying tickets, it's not that long. Plus, the um, spectators, if a spectator that is not running the race wanted to get, they could. I know there's people in our group who actually went there when the party started last year, and they had a blast getting yeah. character pictures, riding rides with no lines before all the runners start to, to come in. So that option is no longer available for someone who wants to purchase a ticket and not run the race. But the, the positive I was saying um, to my cousin tonight, we were talking, I'm like, well, we can run the race. Like, we don't run together. So I finish typically before her. But, like, now we can go back, shower, freshen up, and kind of all go in together and be together the whole time, which mm-hmm. – which will be fun. We'll have our medals and, um, you know, you're just a little more relaxed at that point. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. Everyone will smell much better, so. I don't know. There was something fun about getting kicked out of Epcot at 4.30 in the morning. That was pretty awesome. And then going to jump in a hot tub. Until <laughs> the sun came up. That was great. That was, that was amazing. Uh, the um, other thing that kind of jumped out to me is the course. Uh, yeah, was just we've been talking about this before, you know, how the, with all the construction going on, it's getting harder and harder to kind of logistically run these things. Now we're seeing it, you know, they're completely skipping Hollywood Studios for the half. Basically going to start at Wide World of Sports, run through Animal Kingdom, and then out to the highways until you hit Epcot uh, for the finish. So, And you don't even go in Epcot for the finish. Like you're not even in, I don't, I, looking at the map, it doesn't even look like you're in there. Maybe, no, because it says you like kind of go to Spaceship Earth and back. So it's not even like, you know, before you used to go around the Christmas tree by the lake and yeah. then come back. All right. So looking at the course for the half marathon, it is definitely for me a little disappointing. You're 
basically running on the highways from the start, leaving, exiting Wide World of Sports. You're not even running through the complex at all. And you're on the highway till mile four, and you're only in Animal Kingdom from four to five. And then after that, you're pretty much highway to the end. Wow. It did say in the race guide there's going to be enchanting entertainment along the way. So we're I'm very curious how enchanting it will be. I mean, I did feel in Disneyland, I don't know if they're listening to us or if they just do it different on the, on the West Coast. There was a lot of entertainment, so I'm mm-hmm. hoping that they do the same here, you know, out on the roads. It is Disney property, so it's a little easier mm-hmm. to have characters out on the streets. Um, but we're going to see. I hope so, because I have to walk all this. <laughs> yeah, and Laura, I mean, I don't know if you want to touch on that at all. I mean, you're, you're coming from, and you've written about this, <clears throat> excuse me, you've written about this and. It's on the blog. People can go read it um, and follow your story. But you're going from a very competitive runner, high corral usually. I mean, last year for Wine and Dine, I think we were in C. No, I think we were up higher than that. B or C? I can't remember. B. I can't remember. Like talk is like a lifetime ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but tip, that's where you typically are. You're either A, B, or C <laughs> usually. Uh, and now you're going to have to slow down and basically walk the entire course because of your, your foot situation. You want to talk a yeah. little bit about that and how that's going to be different? Yes, I do. I, I have a Freiburg's infraction where um, my metatarsal joint collapsed and it's, it's flattened. And in other words, my foot is messed up. And, you know, it happened at Disneyland and I didn't know the extent of my injury because it's something that actually, you know, progresses in different stages. So... You know, Run Disney takes away the deferment policy, and and this is this is what happens. You have runners like me who decide to go ahead and walk it, rather than losing my money. And right now, I have the attitude where you know I am running the Goofy Challenge with Megan, and that is my number one priority. And I'm not going to hurt myself for that. So if I have to get swept, I'm going to get swept. I'd rather be safe and not ruin my foot for a lifetime just for a couple medals, even though I will. I will cry and lie on the floor in fetal position for an hour. But anyway, it'll be fine. I'll, I'll get over it. Uh, but I do have some really good inserts and, and pads, and I'm going to be smart and, you know, fingers crossed. I think you're going to be okay, though. So if, if anyone sees a gimpy woman who is dressed as a Monsters, Inc. cheerleader or as the king from Cars, be sure to slow down and, and give me a little hello, okay? <laughs> we do have... To- Rob, we do have this awesome fantasy of Jack. Jackie's going to be Lightning McQueen, and I'm going to be the king. And remember at the end of the movie how Lightning McQueen pushes the king over the finish line? <laughs> it would be amazing if Jackie could somehow push my gimpy butt over the finish line. It's not going to happen. She's going to finish before me. But no. If I catch up to you, I'm going to be – I honestly, I we will finish together. That would be good. I don't think I'll catch up to you, though. I still don't think I'll catch up to her. Honey, I'm going to be walking, and I'm not going to be walking fast. You guys are going to catch up to me and, and wave. and. Yeah, but Shannon had to finish this race two years ago on a broken uh, ankle, didn't she? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That the was one something. in the rain, she fell at mile seven and broke, yeah, broke her foot. So but can't. she finished. So it's amazing what, what you can do. So the yeah. jump, you know, it pushes you. I, I just hope it doesn't rain. I would love to do one of these, not in the rain. If it rains, I really will feel this. It's not going to rain. It's not going to rain. Well, technically, it didn't rain last year. That was the frustrating part. Like, we got yeah. evacuated, and we never saw any of the storm. That's true. That was true. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, that was that a weird, weird situation. 
And we still had a blast. We still did. We did. Oh, it was so fun. This, I'm sure this would be a great time. I'm a little jealous that I'm not going. Um, now you had some. You had some persuasion going on. Our friend James <laughs> was. Peer pressure. Gonna get me divorced. <laughs> I got a newborn at home. Sorry, honey. I gotta go run a race with a bunch of my friends <laughs> at Disney World. <laughs> I'll be it's sure bad, to call. It's bad enough that I left her pregnant. <laughs> To go to go do Disneyland. Uh, back in September. She's the best, though, really. She's a she great sport. She wins the prize. She is. It's a great sport. Her and Bob can, can <laughs> commiserate. And Jeremy. It's our respective to, um, Another thing to mention real quick about the half is it's daylight savings time. So even though the race, you know, starts at 530, Oof. we kind of get an extra hour of sleep. So although buses start for the half the buses start at three o'clock they run till five but we'll have to be there around quarter to three but at least it's quarter to four technically two hours <laughs> so yeah if you walk away with anything viewers always arrive at the bus stops early if it says that they're starting at three be there at 245 because the bus systems have been so hit or miss there were people at star wars at Pop Century, who who were stuck, could not get to the race, you know. So, yeah, you're going to lose some sleep, but I would rather lose some sleep than be stuck on the highway when the race is about to begin, stretched out, out of my gills. So, yeah, early, early, not early. Worth, not worth the anxiety. Nope. And, you know, these have grown, you know, maybe four or five years. My very first princess, I will say, we were one of the later buses, but we didn't, like, care at the time. We were just like, I remember the fireworks were kind of going off when we strolled right up to our corral, but... I think the races are bigger and there's more people now and more things can just go wrong. So you gotta, you gotta play it smart. That's when you get there early. You can get character photos. You can dance. You can get a cup of coffee if you're like me and have a a slight addiction. So just so (laughs) much. So it's just, you know, a little festive, get your money's worth, you know? Sure. I love pre-race. Um, anything else we want anything to talk we want about? To touch on for wine and nine? Well, there was something that Megan notified us about the 10K, how they're not going to have Powerade. That was the situation in the Disneyland mm-hmm. 10K. We were all kind of thrown off by that, and it's probably going to become the norm. So, Jackie, didn't you take some notes about? Yeah, just um, as for the, the 5K, the Jingle Jungle, there's going to be two water stops. Um, for the 10K, there's three water stops, but no Powerade. Um, when it comes to the half, there's nine water and Powerade stops, and then one food station, which is at mile 7.7, so a little more than halfway. And it's um, like a cliff gel shot. It's usually the mocha flavor, so I don't personally get it. Um, so definitely a huge difference between, you know, the, the 10K, which is six miles, and more than double that for the half plus the Powerade. So if, if you're a... You know, a strong, fast runner. You sometimes are used to that power aid. So I do know for the the five k last year, it was very extremely humid, and they did not have enough water. And that was one of the situations where I could have really used some more power aid. So, you know, another good tip is to not rely on Run Disney for your nutrition and your hydration needs. You know, if you're if you think you're going to need some power aid or Gatorade, they sell them at the resorts and and bring your own. They usually have them after two, though, right? Always at the finish. Don't they you? always have a Powerade and a water. And they're always warm, so. <laughs> so, and, and are we going to talk about the Expo? Because last year was insane. 
absolutely insane. We got there uh, about what time, Jackie? We got there near opening, didn't we? Yeah, it was pretty early. It was maybe 10, 30, 11. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just crazy, insanely crowded. And we have Unless obviously... Unless you need something that's limited, I don't, in my opinion, I don't like going near opening. I just, it's not, to me, it's fun when you go and it's not so crazy. And you can really look around and you can... I've gone to the expo and been there for hours and just enjoyed myself when it's not so crowded. When it it's, right. it gets for me a bit overwhelming. Now I I'm not a huge collector. There's not certain things I necessarily need. So maybe I'm in a different position than most. But well, you for know, me, I'm, I'd I'm rather not go big later. On the expos anyway, so I li- no. I like to go early just to get them done with, <laughs> so I can have the rest the of the day to to go play. Yeah, I mean. We went last year for the Dopey. We were there a long time. We had lunch there. We, mm-hmm. we you guys no, were there I forever. We, we chatted until the afternoon, and you were still there. You had been there like all day. Right. <laughs> but we made that like we knew that kind of like this is what we're doing today is the expo. And one good thing is when you do these races and you go to Disney as often as we are lucky to do, you don't have that pressure. But like, mm-hmm. you got to get to the parks. I did feel that pressure more at Disneyland, even though I didn't think I would since I had been there, but. I wanted like everyone to see everything, and um, now it's with Disney World. I'm like, yeah, we've seen it, you know. We'll get there. So, um, and now I have a question: Is there anything specific you're looking for this year? Any, Laura? Any item that you want to pick up? Well, since we registered late, when um, Active opened up the challenge again, uh, when did we pay in like August or something like that? The commemorative items had already been sold out. Usually we always like to get the jacket and the pins. So right now, I just want the magnets. That's like my number one. If I can get a pin, fine. They've been selling out really fast on them. And I'm going to try to not buy a jacket because I already have like 10. Although ours from Wine and Dine last year, I wear all the time. That's my The favorite. purple one, that's a fantastic jacket. And that was the first one I ever bought, and I was like, yes. search. And I got it, and I wear it, and I like it, and I like that one. That's my favorite, because it's, it's not as warm as the marathon one. It's, like, a little bit thinner, but it's still got, like, the, the thumb holes. It's got the great zipper pockets. It's a great color. It's, it's I love it. Yeah. It's not really the same as, like, you know, for a couple of years, they had the sneakers on the back. It, I mean, it was unique. It was just, it was kind of really cool. I liked it. And I, I've always loved the wine and dine shirts. I'm anxious to see the shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they're long sleeve. I yeah. wear my long sleeves all the time. I rarely wear the short sleeve because I don't know why. They just have like a funky fit on me. But I live in yoga pants and my long sleeve Disney shirts. So I'm looking forward to a fresh new stash. I love the, the maroon one from two years ago. And I love the, the navy one from last year. I, I just, The colors are the design. I don't know. I really like it. I'm curious to see what they do this year. I hope. It's yes. yes. And now we get a challenge one. We get, we're going to get three shirts. And that gorgeous challenge medal. Oh, I can't. You're gonna. And just a, just a quick point out too that Jackie, you said you already received your uh, ticket for the after party and the fifteen dollar gift card in the uh, in email today. I don't know if it was a ticket for the after party. I just know that I got an email for the the gift card. I didn't. Okay. Didn't so if you it. haven't received your yet yours yet and you were signed up you might want to contact Ren Disney yeah, and I know find you have out to why. Print it ahead of time um, and I did hear from a friend of mine James that you can take the gift card and he already had a gift card and he applied it to that so he only has oh, to nice. so 
Very good. I don't know about the race thing, though. I, I just no, Jackie. Because she's a printer. What are you looking for at the most? Um, trying to think. It's been a while since we've I've been to Disney World. For me, it's been a while. I think it's been since February. It's a long, long gap for me. I'm just obviously excited to hang with you guys, hang with my cousin. I haven't done a race with her in a while, and just the, just this. I love this race. So I guess I, I can't think of anything specific. <laughs> kind of lame. I know. Just, just to get away, be away from work. Cool. Just, just do our race like we do. We have a good time. Well, I'll be with you guys. And I like spirit. the dance hall. <laughs> we have plans to go to the dance hall Thursday night. Yeah, where I sit and preserve my foot and watch all you guys dance, and I'll just do one dance. of those chair things. Get chair dance. <laughs> that would be me. Awesome. So we're we gonna we're gonna get to the the packing. You know, this is this <laughs> is where favorite, I shine. This is the stuff that gets you know. <laughs> I am the type A obsessive compulsive <laughs> one of the group. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're going to wine and dine in a week. When do you start packing? Like, how early do you start packing? Are you one of these crazies that likes to pack weeks in advance? Well, here, here's the thing, okay? If you are going to wind down, you're doing the Lumiere, Lumiere Challenge and you're doing the 5K, and if you happen to be taking an early flight for uh, the Expo on Thursday, that is one, two, three, four very early mornings that you're going to have to get up. So you don't want to start your vacation off being robbed of sleep by having to stay up late on Wednesday night doing all your packing. So if you can get your packing done and out of the way earlier, all the better for you, less stress, you have nice peaceful sleep, you can paint your nails, do all that fun stuff. So yeah, now's the time to start thinking of packing. And if you need some, subject, some suggestions on what to pack, I will put a link below of the post that I just wrote that has a handy dandy packing list that you can print out. Awesome, it's the best list yeah. I think I've ever seen out there. It's got everything. Well, actually, it, it well, it doesn't, because one of the th things that I always pack, this is embarrassing, but since there is no monostat section in the gift store, I always pack something oh, for us female emergencies. Hey, it happens with runners, okay? Well, it's now I'm happened. glad to know you have that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I always pack one, although the one that I've been keeping in my suitcase for the past, I don't know how many races, I better check the expiration date. And a little funny story that I'm obviously going to edit out. My son borrowed my suitcase for a vacation. <laughs> and his girlfriend pulled out this monster. Thing. she's like oh my gosh so anyway yes it's embarrassing to talk about but ladies it happens be prepared so put it on your list sorry rob we're going to continue <laughs> you guys so well, go ahead rob well, talk about the nipple guard because i mean as for me i pack on the night before typically uh, especially especially if it's just going to be me um night before throw a few things in a suitcase and be done with it and like I don't stress about packing. I don't really make a list. I'm a guy. I don't. Ha I don't need a lot. So, what are some? Of the, what are some of your must-have items that maybe, especially you know, going down for a running event, people wouldn't consider? Well, one thing I definitely recommend is to always be prepared for all kinds of weather. Things are looking good so far, but this is Florida. Things can turn 
on a dime. And Jackie and I learned our lesson last, uh, was it 2015 for the Goofy Challenge where we packed for nice weather. They had a cold chill and, and we were bustling around borrowing long pants from people. So, yeah, you definitely want to pack for colder weather, warmer weather, rainy weather. It's not going to happen. I already said that. But just in case, bring a visor, bring disposable ponchos, pick up some cheap emergency blankets from Walmart or Target. Uh, also, um, you want to bring a garbage bag that could also be used as a poncho or something to sit on while you're waiting in the corrals because if you get to the corrals early, it is a very long wait. And if it is very chilly, bring some throwaway clothes because Run Disney does collect anything that is tossed on the course and donates it to charity. So you can bring your sweatshirts or your sweatpants, um, a robe. I've seen people with uh, fleece blankets, gloves, knit caps, anything. But just one thing about the Mylar blankets is you do not want to cross the timing strip at the starting line where your Mylar because that will affect your start time. Um, also, if you do have throwaways, uh, they have people walking around with garbage bags. It makes it a little bit easier if you can toss them by a mile marker. So um, that's another little thing. Uh, you want to bring uh, different shoes if you're doing the challenge. You don't want to rely on just one pair of tennis shoe, uh, sneakers in case they get wet. And bring a waterproof, a waterproof foam case in case it is raining. Or if you don't have one, bring some of those snack size baggies. They will fit everything except the big plus size iPhones. Um, newspaper is fantastic. If your shoes get wet, you can stuff them in your shoes and... Hopefully, they will dry overnight. Uh, men, you need your nipple guards. <laughs> or band-aids. Or band-aids. Or band-aids. So, yeah. Also, you want to come prepared for the expo. I know this is going to sound a little overkillish, but when you go to the expo, you need to pick up your 5K bib, your challenge bib, or your 10K or your half. You need to get your shirts you need to get this you need to get that so i always make a list on my phone of things i need to accomplish at the expo that way when you get there if it's really crazy crowded you won't get overwhelmed and forget important stuff and oh wait all right i'm done nope i have no idea what i'm saying now look at them we have a special guest oh my he's awake God. now Oh, hi, Sarah. It's like 11.30 at night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Come so on, give everyone, give everyone a little hello. Oh, <laughs> he's wide awake. Yep. Look, at, look at those eyes. Aww. Look at that hair. Wow, he looks just <laughs> like your aunt. I know, it's crazy. So precious. So we're just so going gonna, to, you know, do this the rest of the day. <laughs> exactly. We're going to get like a bazillion subscribers because people are going to yeah. want to see it'll be, the it'll cuteness. Be an YouTube sensation. There you go. You're going viral. I don't even know what I was saying. So it's all out of my head right now. I think um, it was something about were we were we over the monostat thing. Were we we were over <laughs> we were over the uh, the monostat. Although I I still stand by that tip. I'm not going to waver. I'm not going to cut it too. I'm going to leave it. You were on a roll. You were talking about some good stuff. I was. Let me let me look at yeah. my post. Um, uh, let me see. Let me get back on track. Um, another good tip is 
to pack everything in packing cubes. Uh, Megan, who was unable to join us tonight, got me hooked on packing cubes. I, I don't know why. I never discovered them before, but they are fantastic for separating your shirts and your shorts and your socks and your unders and, and all that good stuff. You can also have a separate set for your race gear itself. And if you are staying in a room like we are with four women, it really makes it easier when you have to live out of your suitcase. Um, something that uh, Jackie did for the Dopey Challenge last year that was super, super helpful is she brought one of those sweater hangers that you can get at Bed Bath & Beyond or Target, really cheap. Um, that way, when you're doing a multi-race event, you can put each costume and all the necessary uh, things that go with it, like the socks and your sports bras, in one of those shelves. Also, that's really helpful is to pack them in individual gallon-sized baggies. So you make sure you have every single component for every single race. Jackie, just jump in because you know you know I'm going to get carried away with this. Yeah, I forgot all my shorts for Disneyland. Thank God for Amazon Prime. They delivered them to the hotel, but luckily yeah, I was there. Prime is awesome. And I noticed a few days before. Another um, tip, especially if you were staying with um, other runners, is to bring a multi-cord plug-in or surge protector because you're going to be charging up your phone and your Garmin and your this and your that. And when you have four people in a room and only limited outlets, you're going to run out really quick. And I would um, add, also, make sure you have a, a backup battery too. And a cord yes. for that. Because yes. I'm notorious for having the battery but not the cord to actually plug it into my phone with. So. I always plug it. Well, I shoot a lot of video and take a ton of pictures through the races for the channel. So I always pack a portable charger in my gear bag at the, uh, the Disney um, bag check-in. So I can charge on the way there and afterwards. I already covered packing early. And look, if you forget something, it's most likely going to be available at the Expo or in uh, Disney Springs. They have the Fit the Run store where you can get your goose or your shorts, your socks, your fueling needs, anything else. Um, so yeah, if you would like a copy of my packing list, make sure you uh, go to our blog. I'm going to put the link below and you can print out a copy and yeah, let us know if there's something I forgot. All right. So I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover this week. Uh, I think it's time for our sprint to the finish. This is how we like to wrap up our show. Uh, with a rapid fire kind of round table answer question and answer session so I think this week because we focused on wine and dine um, how about your favorite food or drink item at um, the food and wine festival that you'd be most looking forward to well, I know you know y'all know my drink my favorite drink is it the it's grapefruit the grapefruit beer? beer at uh, Germany, Germany. The Schaffenhauser, I'm probably yeah, saying that very wrong. And I'm going to get me a Cronut, if they still have them. Where's that at? That was at, gosh, I know where it is. I you can picture the, you it. You get them at the... Um, you make them right. And, the entry port, oh, the, uh, the refreshment stand there. Okay. Yes. It's not a country food? No, it's just it's the, like, right when you walk into World Showcase, go to the right, and you have that refreshment stand right there. Okay. Yes. The bathroom's there. It's like a bazillion grams of fat, but yeah. Bears. Jackie, what are you looking for? For, um, for me, 
I'm not necessarily a big drinker, so my favorite drink and one of my only drinks I ever get is in England, and it's the English Rose. Mm. I used to love it. Bought the past two times that were so strong that I, I, it's not pretty. So I don't know if I should get one this year. We'll see. You even asked them to please make it weak. And I, I like, still was like, after one sip. Spitting I thought up. he roofied me the one time. I swear, yeah. I thought that boy Christian that worked in England Classy. roofied me. Just, he didn't. It was just strong. <laughs> and as for food, last time we were there, we went to France, and I tried a dessert. I don't even know the fancy name for it, but I just call it the chocolate French balls. <laughs> there are these round balls coated in chocolate that are really delicious and beautiful. I call them the fancy ding-dongs. <laughs> <laughs> they're so good they're so good so I want an English rose and some chocolate balls <laughs> <laughs> we're going to let that one end there Rob if you were going to be there if, with us what would you be getting if I was going um, one of my go to I also like France uh, quite a bit they usually have like an escargot something um, <laughs> Jackie's like making a face it's delicious. Um, I'd usually, I'd probably go for that. Uh, Robert's beers, very up. What's that? that? Robert's very uptown. <laughs> He's fancy. As you can see, I'm not. I'm very, yeah, I'm very fancy. Um, and for, for beers, it's either uh, a Moosehead in Canada or a Black and Tan at Rosen Crown. Those are probably my top two that I'd like to have when I'm in Epcot. But. And that will do it for this week's episode of the Joyful Miles podcast. We'd like to thank you for listening to us this week. Uh, be sure to go to joyfulmiles.com where you can link over to all of our different social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, please send us all of your questions and comments. We read them here on the show. Um, and, you know, we like to know how you're doing with your goals and your accomplishments. Uh, so post anything using the hashtag Joyful Milestones uh, so we can give you uh, kudos and keep tabs in your journey. Uh, we're here to help you. Uh, so on behalf of Laura, Jackie, Megan, who wasn't here this week, and myself, uh, we'd like to thank you again for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Good night. That was oh, a really, really bad outro. It's the baby. It's the baby. It's the baby. It's right. No one's going to be Who's listening anyway. I'm hearing, I'm hearing the little thump, 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 and I'm wondering <laughs> how warm and snuggy he would be, like right here. Oh, like I couldn't, I couldn't think, so... That's all right. Everyone will be looking at the baby anyways. Yeah, they're not going to give a crap what I say. <laughs>